Okay. Push so. the button, Frank. Oh, we're just going to start out. Are we supposed right to be kept? Say something, Megan. Are you mad now? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, here we are. <sighs> the best way to start Christ. ever. <gasps> Not until you asked me that. <laughs> Secretly timid. It's me, Megan, Otieno. What's up? Sarah. Hello. John. Hello. <laughs> Feature song today is by uh, Numer. And it's called again. Is there a dash between the B and the E in the? I'm so glad name? you noticed that. There's actually a period between the B, the B and the E and the R. Well, it was only because you uh, enunciated the separation so well with your paws. Yeah, it's because I didn't know how to do it. Well, I didn't know how they pronounce it. And I actually, this is a new band, it's a new alternative band, and um, I shouldn't have probably said new because I don't know if they're new or not. I could look up their bio, but I tried to find a little bit of information on them mm-hmm. um, in the form of interviews where where the host might announce them mm-hmm. <laughs> so i could figure out the proper way proper to announce the band, and i couldn't find anything it's so. i think a lot of bands is this thing where they you know have a name where it's intentionally like seven different layers of whatever but it's almost but depending on how you pronounce it that tears away one of the layers because it could be number or number or whatever i still else. don't know how to pronounce msmr is it msmr or is it ms mister i don't fucking know you know what band i'm talking about no. i actually don't no idea so are you gonna say you're gonna say something I was going to say what you said, which oh. I was going to ask if it was number or number and maybe the way that or both they put dots in there. So you'd say the word numb on this topic, by the way, I got some feedback last week from a listener mm-hmm. who said that uh, music was very good. Oh, awesome. I really like playlist yeah. on our website. Oh, shit, I got, it is on it is on the website. I just haven't updated in fucking forever. We have a Spotify Spotify Ooh, playlist John. with all get it together. Songs. I'm trying to get it together. Oh, and speaking of getting it together. Um, we updated the database. Uh, Otina, correct my ignorance. Internet jargon. Because <laughs> I don't know the proper ignorant. Uh, uh, I'm ignorant of all this <laughs> shit. But anyway, we basically were running out. We For years, we've been running out of space. And to make up for it, I um, have been deleting old episodes and just keeping like 10 from the server not from from our central archive i still have all the all the old episodes and in fact a listener was like hey i can't listen to this show anymore and i thought she meant like the most current one but she wasn't up to date so she's been she was listening to like trying to listen to old past episodes get it together sister catch up so so we are on a different plan and we're still in the process of integrating everything over and moving everything over and getting everything working again so you're probably going to be listening to this late um, but when all is said and done, I am going to add most, some of the old shows back up and which means that your, uh, podcast catcher, be it Apple, uh, podcasts or wherever else you might find us might all of a sudden have 20 plus episodes of secretly timid available. That's just me putting the shows back on the server. So sorry about that in advance and look for the I show all is red option on your, <laughs> yeah, we're under construction. So. Um, bless this mess. Shout out to Pocket Cast, my favorite Android app for podcasts. Not that we're getting paid by them, I just really like it because it's pretty efficient. Mm. I just like the Apple Podcast. I know it's lame, but 
but pe- but I that's just what I've always used, and that's just what's. I don't know. I've never been an Apple guy, so I. I mean, the last time I used Apple was during the System Six to System Seven translation when I had to go from my old um, uh, Mac Classic SE to like, you know, a, a Mac Two E or something like that. I don't like know the last why. Time why did I use a Mac on a regular basis? Why I think I we had those in the classroom yep. when I was in second grade. Yep, yep. It's it's yeah. I'm old school like that. Mm. System Six. Should we talk about everybody's week? I have an embarrassing story to tell. Why don't you go first? Sounds like I have a, actually I have a difficult altercation and an embarrassing story Sweet. to tell. Sweet. We need to record Cindy singing that bumper. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll do the embarrassing story first. I uh, had a lot of work to do at work. And when I'm super busy, I don't. Because normally I just listen to podcasts at work because it's, you know, just it's a nice distraction when you're doing uh, repetitive tasks. But when I when I have a when I really have to focus, music works for me. And when Ditto. I'm stressed out, sixties pop music really <laughs> makes me like what? feel better. Like I I fucking love Dion. Run okay. around Sue, okay. Okay. The Wanderer. Really? I I don't know why, but I just put you in the zone. It when puts did me this in a very, start? I, I listen to this about so you. I don't pretty, kill people. <laughs> pretty recent. Okay. Pretty recent. But because I've always kind of loved sixties pop music and especially like teenage pop music and like and, be, and like beach music no not no. so much to be okay so 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 i was just listening to like i created like a dion radio station on itunes and um the billy joel would come in there and be like fuck that shit because i hate billy joel um but then you know that song sugar sugar by the archies came oh, yeah. on yeah and I've always loved that song. And mm. Jimmy is a little older than me. So his reference to like 60s pop music, even though he's not, he wasn't really alive during that time, he was, but not, you know, coherent. Are, you his, like, are you his candy girl? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he knows the history of all of these bands. And I get nervous looking them up because a lot of them have really horrible ends like richie valens for example right. like fiery car crashes yeah. fiery car like crashes plane, plane cancer crashes. dying destitute with no money because they had horrible Shitty record deals yeah. and so when it came to the archies i sent him a text message being like don't i love this song don't i don't want to look at the history of this band because i don't want to know how it ended how it ended and he wrote something back like oh i'm sure they're doing fine oh no <laughs> which means of course they're not Oh, you don't know either. Oh, I love this. I love this. I'm glad you're excited about this, job. When you hear the Archies, what comes to mind? Jughead. Exactly. Betty, it Veronica. was Jughead, Betty, and Veronica. Yeah. It was a fictionalized band. So, so, so we, they are, in fact, doing fine. In fact, they have a show on the CBS. Yeah, I was going to say, no, they know. That show's all noir and creepy with, like, you know, people bombing <laughs> people in strange places and stuff. By the way, I've never watched it, but I just know it's, like, you know, the edgy version of Riverdale. Is it, oh, yeah, really. Oh, yeah. Riverdale's super edgy. Apparently. I thought that was a Netflix series. I don't no. know. It, it, is, it is one of the. Was it CW? I don't yeah, know it's, a it's, CW. it's CW. And okay. there was, like, an episode, apparently, that got all the gay hearts a flutter. By the way, when, uh, what does CW Bloody Well stand for, anyway? I don't know. And why is it the CW? I don't know. I'm, I mean, I know I sound like an utter idiot right now. I don't care because I don't watch television. Well, you thought the, the Archies was a real band, too, like me. So, no, yeah. I just didn't pay attention. I just heard... I know I know that exists a band called the Archies that plays songs I have heard of before. But you But did I've not know. never actually looked into it whatsoever because I don't like them that much. They're yeah, cool, I got curious like and looked into it and I was like, oh my God. I mean, also you're talking to somebody who didn't know that like Shock G and Humpty Hump were the same person until like 2006. So. Is that the guy with the weird wooden nose? It's plastic. P- plastic. But okay. yes. 
That was George Washington. Yes, that too. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Megan, for that important clarification. Welcome. So that was an embor- embarrassing thing that happened. He also was f- famous for uh, cutting down a cherry tree and then telling his father, um, fuck bitches, get money afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, man. Moving on to my difficult altercation. Yes, yes. Sorry. Go ahead. So there's this stupid rule at work where we're not allowed to eat our lunch at our desks. And the, uh, the space for like the break room is very small. And people like to talk in there. So I that, that space is a no-go for me. So I usually would just take my protein shake and go down to the lobby and hang out for half an hour on my lunch break. And then You get a half an hour out. lunch break? Uh, if we're in overtime mode, we can, we can choose to have a f- half an hour lunch break. Normally, it's 45 minutes. But that's just so that on Fridays, if it's a, if it's a normal 40-hour week, we get to leave at 3.30 instead of 5. I really hate those places that do that, like carefully monitor your time at all times yeah. type thing like you get two 50 minute breaks and one half an hour break yeah, choose which one you're gonna eat on yeah Ugh. i'm hourly so yeah Go on. um so and in, in my building there there it's not a public i mean it's a private office space so on the first floor there's these different insurance companies and there's there's this one woman um who I've seen before i don't talk to any of them but you know i've seen her in and out um very attractive uh a fashionista. She still works for for a. Uh, I'm trying to. How do I accurately describe? Her? She has a pixie haircut, uh, some tattoos, attractive, um, fashion forward, but still is working in the insurance agency. Usually, when I see her, she's she has the. She's one of those people that goes into the bathroom, talking to someone on the phone, and leaves talking to the phone, which is really <laughs> gross. Fuck. That is kind of nasty. And unless she's going in there just talking, and to invasive. Like, like what if other people? I mean, you go to the bathroom because you need privacy, and then somebody brings another person who's not there on the phone in with them. That's that was literally like the signs on um, at my place of work. They're like, please, you know, don't fucking talk on the phone in the bathroom mm-hmm. because really? because, of that very, like I, because of that very reason. Yeah. I overheard one of her conversations at one one time. Were you in the ladies' was, room? No, <laughs> just just in passing, and she was talking about spending times overseas with doing something in Spain, when, and she's a photographer <laughs> too. So I do like I'm a, I'm aware. Like I listen to conversations she has she's very confident she does that titty walk that women do what you know is a titty walk they walk to make their tits bounce like very like mm, 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 are you sure that's titty the, bounce is bounce that, and bounce and walk is that the, is that the point behind her walk or it's the occurrence as a result of her walk i think that's the point does she wear heels walk. oh all the time well that's she would never that's wear what flats that does. yeah but you know like just the hip hips and the tits she's on the runway hips and tits yeah she's on the runway on the catwalk so I'm just. I'm not. She can shake her little tits. I'm not bothering anybody. I'm literally just. I'm looking at Facebook on my phone, and I hear the click clack, and and I see the tits coming away. (laughs) And she says, "Why do you always stand in the same spot?" To me, I I I I look at her and I say, (laughs) uh, "I was taken aback, but I was still kind of like darring it out." And I was like, "Because I'm not allowed to eat my (laughs) lunch break at my desk." She's like, why? And I said, I don't know. And she walked away. And it kind of pissed me off. I'm like, it's not you know, your fucking business. I can stay wherever the fuck I want. She was flirting with you. No, <laughs> she was not flirting with me. <laughs> the sense that I got is she thinks I'm a creeper that's staring at the women going to the women's restroom. Oh. Well, I mean, you, you did just tell us that you about do stare her at the, And you, <laughs> and and you can describe overseas. Her, what she does when she's going into and coming out of the bathroom, which implies that you're looking at the Good bathroom point. door. Her phone conversation. No, I'm not looking at that. That's my purpose not to look at the bathroom door. It's just I can't, you know, like when... It's, 
Is there another be place aware to stand, be aware John? Aware or choose. at least in the direction you can be angling your that's, shoulders while you're no, standing that's there? That's literally my passive-aggressive petty response is that every single day now, I'm going to stand at a different spot, and when I see her, I'm just going to give her the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why do you always stand? Because she cut in front of me. So it's, it felt like stranger danger. Like, you need to confront that motherfucker and let mm-hmm. them know you are watching them. Which So, so okay. Let's, let's be absolutely clear here, okay? Where If I was a creeper, that creeper, that'd be like... But that's the thing. Right so how on. does she know you're not a creeper? Because I am gay as fuck. Does she know you're gay as fuck? I think most people Some know people, that yeah, I'm No, gay. no, no. no. Uh, granted, people, granted, I think most John, people know You do that have like 14-foot high flames shooting from your head. I get that. <laughs> and and she has a lot of gay friends. Like, I can tell, like, we should be allies here. But You're, 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 you're right. You're right. You guys should be allies. But You're a fierce queen, and normally I'd be your friend, but now you've insulted me, and now it's going to be a petty off. I've learned to not take it personally when someone else's attempts to protect themselves may when, when our boundaries may bump in that context because i haven't reached that 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 place in evolution <laughs> well maybe maybe something to consider because honestly i can see where you're coming from i can see where she's coming from just listeners i'm not standing right next to the bathroom by by the way there's like an entrance, there's men's and women's restrooms, there's a walkway, there's a place where you can turn left to the elevators or right to the stairs. I'm standing right by the stairs. Fair enough. I'm just saying that like if, if, if there is, if a woman walks out of a bathroom, the first thing she sees is some dude like coolly sipping on something and looking generally in her direction... Then and she I'm had. like I I will look up and then I'll go back to my phone. Now there is one man that one of her coworkers that has a huge trouser snake that I'm very interested oh in, and God. I am creeping on him. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but as far as she knows, you're clandestinely taking the photograph of every single woman who walks out of the bathroom and posting on your. Oh, top I secret, hadn't thought about that. And posting she might it in your top secret photos. Tumblr site of like women leaving the bathroom. Dot Tumblr. Dot whatever. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm literally just I'm looking at people's. Twitter. All I'm saying is that you know you you, you have to consider it from her point of view. Difficult. In that Yes, it is indeed difficult. <laughs> Why do you stand in the her, same spot? <laughs> mention to her that it's rude to take your phone in the bathroom like that. Why I'm do you always take your that. phone in the bathroom? Yeah, that's weird. My Every time say, I'm standing in this place watching you, you're taking your phone into the bathroom. She said, one of my coworkers said one time she was in the restroom and, and she was trying to wash her hands, but this woman, I need to give her a nickname, had opened up her like makeup cachet. Oh. All over, like the, the limited pixie haircut woman. Yeah, the limited counter space, and so she was. Mm. Like, she sounds uh, like the worst. So here's a yeah. question. And she told her, "Oh, I'm sorry. Great. I mean, am I in your way?" And my coworker was like, "Yeah, I need to wash my hands." So here's a question: When she uh, was talking, when she asked you uh, why you always were standing there, did she was she on her phone at the time? Did she take the phone away from no. the No, but she yeah. did have her. She does wear sunglasses a lot. I, th- I have a theory that she in might be building? a coquette. Oh yeah, because my she's favorite, a fashionista. She is like you she know, sounds you know, like an entitled asshole. She's like she looks like if uh, if if Thelma from Scooby Doo uh, wasn't a uh, stereotypical lesbian hmm. mm-hmm. and instead like had a little Daphne in her and I'm being problematic. Wait, right which now. one's which? Thelma's is the one that's that's in the short skirt and the orange sweater. And she's, Thelma's yeah. the one that's not supposed to be pretty. Glasses, which is ironic. She's supposed to be always smart. Hot I lost Thelma. my glasses because you can't <laughs> yeah. be both. Yeah, you can't That's be both. Silly. Yeah, You're either a yeah. Daphne or a Thelma. Yeah, you have to work, yeah, and she's like a Thelma Daphne. Oh, a Thathme? A Thathme? Yeah, <laughs> Delma Thathme. Yes. So sorry to take up so much time, but that was my week. How Sarah? many people? Well, I'm still. I still want to know like how big your building is and how many people are coming. It's three in and floors. Out of 
Um, but it's different companies. Yeah, they're different okay. companies. It's all the same industry, though. It's all the industry. She might just industry. be trying to get to know you. No. <laughs> I think she thought that I was loitering, which is interesting because that could lead into a hot topic that we need to talk about later. Which, by the way, um, which, the perfect response for her, if she had her phone in the hand, would have been, why are you trying to give everyone pink eye? Oh. For the record. But go ahead. I could just stare at her and, and <laughs> fart. Stare at her and I and fart. That was, that was a story from, not I was not the one that did that. Uh, that was pre-recording mm-hmm. our latest story You're reminiscing about, one of our about some fart stories. That, that, um, yeah, aggressively farted in somebody's direction. <laughs> but let us continue because we do have locked you know, in some, eye contact. Some, uh, some time Sarah, how was your week? My week was good. I didn't have any difficult altercations. Um, it, was, it was interesting. Just some themes are that I got uh, house keys from you mm-hmm. and I got uh, entry codes from you, OTNO. Mm-hmm. So I have Megan's keys and I have OTNO's um, codes to get in. So I feel like I feel like I'm I feel like I now have my little places that I can go in Dallas. And then also I gave you OTNO my car keys at some point. What the hell are you and guys doing? You gave me your car keys and then last night I got Megan's car keys. So I'm it's just it's been a lot of keys and codes. Are and Megan like, and OTNO going on vacation together and you're taking care of both their plants? No, and I just am tired of going I mean she comes over to hang out all the time because she feels sorry for me and I'm <laughs> tired so trusting I'm tired of going downstairs to open the door and leaving it open and uh wondering if one of the downstairs neighbors is going to lock it before she gets here so. honestly the short answer is that um we're the gate masters and uh, shares the keep sorry I, I did it all wrong <clears throat> key master key master yeah sorry I totally fucked that up Damn, Sarah's, I was ready for Sarah's it Sarah's having sex with both tribe. of you yes at the <laughs> also, same time right now and driving both with their her cars appendages. and driving both their cars yes yeah. I don't have uh, a roommate or any pets so if something happens to me plant and, watering and no one I'm the caretaker finds me and the key she's master. She's the number one Yes, It's suspects. her responsibility to find my body. Oh, she's not a suspect. Really, I'm just everyone's butler, no. so. Oh. Yeah. So, Megan, how was your week? Oh, is your week over? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Oh. That's not a very exciting week at all. Mm-mm. No, well, it she's, was for she, her. She's glossing <laughs> over a lot of cool things happened this week, actually. You did go to the opera. Because she has to, oh, yeah, she's our... Uh, we need to figure out what's the nanny's name on Muppets. Her name is Nanny. Yeah, oh, that's it. She's Nanny. nanny. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to to give too many details about nannies. She works for the government, so we have to be very specific. Yes. When relaying <laughs> I, I did go to the opera. I went to see Don Giovanni, and um, my stalker yeah. was not there. So yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Um, and a lot of my colleagues were there, so that was fun. And yeah, T- tell me about the lyrics the that, that you were telling me about last night and Don Giovanni. They had it. Was it like oh, yeah. on a, a little, teleprompter in dated. English or something? Don Giovanni, a little dated, a little she dated. says. A little, yeah. but not dated at the same time, which is why it's so fascinating. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. What was your question? <laughs> the lyrics. Oh. Wouldn't it be in Italian? About, yeah, it was in Italian, but they give you super titles. As in above, is it super or supra? Maybe supra. Where Does are they matter? located? Above the stage. On so like, if you don't speak Italian, you display? can just read. Is there a bouncing ball? No. 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 It's, it's, <laughs> wow, it's, it's, wow. <laughs> it's very understated. It's very chic. It's like, it's like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer sing-along for the but uh, they were, musical episode. But they're also kind of delayed in some parts. I think they kind of messed up and Well, no. I mean, I, I, when they repeat, if they there, repeat, yeah, there then they don't. But they there were some parts where it was clearly they were totally about the... Right. Yeah. yeah. Where like the, the helper guy was, was singing and they weren't giving any of his uh, well, lines. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 Don Juan, right? So... 
so it's a, it's about um, lechers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and something about very young. Oh yes, like Don Juan. Yeah, yeah the younger sleeps, the better. He sleeps. He sleeps with the old ladies just for the fun of it, and he sleeps with the blondes and the brunettes and the this and the that. And he's got seven thousand. He's had seven thousand seven hundred women in Italy and a thousand and, in Germany and and, so and yeah and two thousand in Spain. <laughs> um, but Spain, the younger. Virgins are his are his preference, and the younger the better. And and the, and the whole opera's collectively like, oh yeah, yeah. There there felt like there was. I felt like there were some parallels. The actors or the audience. The audience. Yeah, there was. You could hear it. There like, was ooh. Uh, psychically. It was literally. It. There were several moments where you could feel the entire audience collectively kind of like clenching various muscles and or jaw ooh, muscles like and that. whatever. Not in the fun way. Yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty rapey. It's a pretty rapey story, and they played the director played that up as well. Mm. And and also, yeah, like the women would come out actually in chains, like in shackles <laughs> around their wrists. Yeah, um, let's not let's not use metaphors. Let's just mm-hmm. yep. Nice. Yeah. So it was a lovely evening that out so nice. in Dallas, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and we did close a bar um, and met new friends. And yeah. oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my friend Allison, um, who works with us, uh, came out for a drink afterwards. And I think that that bar closed at, I don't know, 11. Was the we were bar? there until 1. Lark at the park? Lark on the park? It, yeah, Which Lark? park? The park downtown. Clyde Warren there Park. Right after, uh. yeah, because we were not able to get O's car <laughs> from the DMA <laughs> parking lot. Because it closed at 9. And so that's why many different keys were exchanged for driving different places I stole weekend. her car. It was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Good week, a lot of fried chicken, um, a lot of a lot of uh, high art, and um, a lot of champagne. Yeah, it was a good week. How was your week, Megan? Um, mm-hmm. I did have one um, very interesting lunch break this week at work. I usually talk about things at work that make me angry or disgust me, but this week I'm going to talk about something that was f- fun yeah, wait wait megan you have you have fun oh yeah oh well i mean as i recognize it defined by other people <laughs> gotcha okay this this seemed to be consistent with that description so um these two old when i say older ladies i mean older than me so they're in their 50s um the three of us decided to go to lunch together and uh we I had introduced them to black bean burgers oh, right. at Chili's uh, last month. And they had not had them before, and they were very impressed. So I was looking up uh, places with black bean burgers, and I said, there's this place uh, in Oak Cliff that has supposed to be one of the best black bean burgers in the city. So we go out there, and uh, it's... It's very empty, and one of the ladies says, oh, this isn't good. There's nobody here. And I was like, calm down. So we sit down, and we order, and they're very excited because there are things on the menu that they really wanted to try and all this stuff. I would not been there before, but I also wanted to try it. And we're sitting there, and then the woman sitting next to me goes, oh, my God, it's a mouse. And the other woman turns around, and I don't know if it's their age or I don't know what it is. Eek, a mouse. Right. It was like that, like, oh, 
oh, oh, and they like, and then the mouse, I didn't see the mouse until a little bit later, but they said that, so the, they said the mouse just kind of like strolled up next to the <laughs> owner, who's the, I think he's the owner, he looked like a chef. <laughs> the mouse walked up was like, so yeah. uh, you got olives on the, on the bar, right. I need to. Uh, I like, just I like, like also how out. Megan like has her hand on her hip and kind of sashayed when she <laughs> acted that out. And I just like, in my mind when she said it, I, I pictured like a top hat <laughs> and like a little cane that was not necessary for walking, <laughs> just kind of twirling <laughs> it. And walked up, and um, she goes, "It's a mouse! It's a mouse! It's a mouse!" And the 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 chef had not seen it yet, and he's holding. Oh God, this this is a bad part. <laughs> he's holding um, um, you know, wet surface sign, and uh, the kind you put down if you're like mopping. You looked at me like cuidado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have said it in Spanish. <laughs> So now I understand. Thank <laughs> oh, you, John. Yes, thank you, John. I got it. Uh, so, so he hears her and he he looks down and he sees it and he goes, "Oh!" And he takes the sign. <gasps> oh no! And well, for I didn't see the first part. Um, one of the women said that he like stomped on it. Oh no! I hate this story. I know it's horrible. It's Megan, horrible. You missed all of this. This is just. I missed think this that, is what happened. No, 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 no. I missed okay. the stomp. But then I look over and he's taking the sign and he's trying to like. And the mouse is like hopping Holy around. Shit. And so I so basically like, watched the episode of Tom and Jerry in the lobby. Of no, Chinese. no, it wasn't funny at all. <laughs> oh, okay. and I and I like a couple times got up and I was like, don't, don't do that. And I was gonna like scoop it up and then i couldn't see where it was because i was like on the other side of this booth and it went out the door but i don't think it went out in very good condition so then did he get his top hat (laughs) 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 he left it he left so i'm up i'm upset um but not for the same reason that everyone else is upset the women i'm with are like they they both look at me and they say, Megan, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even. It, yeah. It's not that they couldn't even. It's that they wouldn't. Megan, we won't. Yeah. So I was like, come on, you guys. You don't pretend like you live in a mouseless world. Mice happen. Right. Have you ever looked in a restaurant? That wasn't even a rat. So <laughs> calm down. Shouldn't you be upset that it was bludgeoned? Mm. And they're like, we can't, we can't, we can't. And we had just ordered. And then the every time I go out to eat with them, they have no problem like complaining about things. Oh, um, not they don't. They're not doing it to be rude, mm-hmm. but to me, it feels rude. Yes. So I wouldn't go out to lunch with these women ever again. They sound kind of fun. I mean, this is they, so they are, by how they fun, are fun this lunch was. They are right? fun. We just have. Oh, man, this is just the beginning. So um, the chef comes over and he's like, I'm so sorry. And they said, we can't. Chef, we can't. <laughs> at, the, at the Chili's. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is, this is Chili's was okay. a few weeks ago. I was just confused about like, also, I was like, about the word Chili's a, and chef in the same This is a small place. In that context, I was very confused. This is a small cafe place, which, by the way, has 99 cent mimosas on Sunday. What? Right, so you just gotta flick out the mouse droppings. Whatever, <laughs> I'll hey, do it. Hey, is this a baby great top garnish hat? there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so 
So he said, oh, ladies, I'm so sorry. It's on me if you want to stay. But if you don't, I understand. And all of a sudden they could? No. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> we the, can't. We the can't. woman next to me goes, we're not looking for a free meal. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I understand. He was very nice about it. The waitress was very nice about it. That's a pretty dramatic mouse moment for a restaurant to have in their dining room. Yeah. 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 And I think the mouse, I didn't see it, you know. You didn't do follow up with the mouse? Well, I didn't see it stroll up. But right. if a mouse does that, it's probably sick because oh. it's probably eaten poison, right? Ooh, oh. Or, or actually, hey, reach back. It's got Toxoplasmosis gondii. Oh, God. Or it's a creeper checking you guys out and taking pictures <laughs> with its cell phone. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so we leave. Wait, is it reach back or call back? Sorry, go ahead. Call back. We leave and we um, we we get in the the car. So so the, I also didn't say the woman whose car it is were in which we are riding is not driving the car because she ref, she says driving makes her very anxious. Again, I don't know if this is the age of these women or... So you're driving these nice ladies around. No, no, I'm not because I usually am. And I said, who's driving? Because it's not me. And so the other lady who's a little bit older, she was driving. But when she drives, she's like talking. Oh, God damn it. Going like this. And driving in every direction. Not not watching the road. No, no. No, the the good thing is she's never like, oh, my God. She's Mm. just like, what? She just swerves a little. <laughs> so, um, so we go in to this other restaurant. We sit down for a mediocre meal. We have it. I don't know. We're there for like an hour or something. And then we go. Somebody had come in at some point and said, Who's, whose white Honda is that? And we looked out the Not window. Not a good sign. And there's no, there is no white Honda. We didn't know what he was talking about. So we go and we go back into the car and... It's he was talking about our car because the woman left it running <laughs> the entire time we were in the restaurant. Wow, <gasps> not a white Honda, but rather a. Uh, it's a Toyota Rav Four, and it has a push button. Oh, right. Mm. So I think if you're within a certain distance of the yeah. ignition, it doesn't unless you push it off. It doesn't turn off. So it was just in park the entire time. Was this Friday the 13th by any chance? Oh my God, it was. Mm. Just checking. It was. I didn't even think about that. I think we're still in Mercury Mercury Retrograde too, aren't we? Oh, I don't know. So then we're we're driving back to our place of business and um, the woman who's not driving and I are just glanced to the side and we see a guy at a, a gas station in full like hospital patient garb like talking on a cell phone (laughs) with a sandwich (laughs) and i said did you see that and she says yes (laughs) the end so that was my lunch it was really good were you close to the hospital uh we were close to a hospital you weren't like i think that that's jimmy (laughs) (laughs) standing on the corner but um i mean hospitals don't typically just say okay you're all better goodbye <laughs> and they don't give your clothes back you know right, right. that's not how that works mm-hmm. so uh i'm wondering if maybe he left ama i'm not sure i'm not sure 
So uh, there was that. And then, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Left AMA, American Medical Association, ask me anything. Against medical advice. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Clarification. Against medical advice. I think maybe he made an executive decision about his admission. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the end. That's a pretty crazy lunchtime story. It was. I said, this is a lot of fun. This is the best lunch I've had in days. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Otieno, how was your week? That's a pretty fucking tough act to follow. Um, oh, <laughs> my you. week was in no way, shape, or well, I can't say it was in no way, shape, or form that exciting. I mean, I was certainly busy, but I wouldn't say it was anything unusual. Um, class, work. I, I accompanied Sarah to see Don Giovanni, and while so, so to be clear, and I, even I had to seek clarification on this, the play is satire, and ostensibly it's this you know sending up of both um, lecherous men and uh, the nobility preying upon the commoners and a bunch of other stuff at once. It's not like, hey, look at this period piece. It's hilarious. It's a comedy about, you know, those crazy guys and the way they touch women. No, it's definitely a a period piece intended as satire to do to, to showcase um, just how much the nobility preyed upon commoners in that context, and at the and end, and the results is, of sinning, yeah, and so you go to hell, yeah. So of my big at the end, my big takeaway from the the play was um, basically number one. I came to see uh, 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 Don Giovanni's character as you know Congress and the women in the play as you know, A, women altogether, period, in the face of male aggression, but also um, the power dynamic we of We knew like, we could count on you to see that. Aw, <laughs> see, I'm trying. <laughs> but also, like, you know, the American electorate, its relationship with, you know, the government at large, and how it's like, yes, we're going to do these things to you, and the women, and at least, in the, and this is the one of the most problematic auspices of, of, of the production, was the women were still pliable, in the sense that the character, the, the main character was so was still so charismatic that even though they recognized that this is a bad thing, this is uncomfortable, this is problematic, I am being assaulted, but it's still, oh, but he's so, oh, but he's so terrible. But like at a moment's notice, if he actually said, I turn over a new leaf because of you, all of a sudden it's, yeah, I can be with you again. It's, it was. That sounds like real life. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's, it's actually a documentary. <laughs> no, no, but anyway. It's a documentary opera. Well. Okay, I'm going to gloss past the long dissertation I could drop there. And mm-hmm. my big issue with it was not just that. But at the end, you know, okay, the they invoke, hey, we're going to call the authorities a couple of times. But no authorities ever show up in the course of the production, which, again, is close to real life, okay? But that, you know, whenever you're dealing with a problematic person in your life, your personal life or otherwise, or in the world or wherever else, you seek your... Uh, um, you seek authority to help you in some fashion, the, the cops, the government, the whatever. Um, but those people can be and often are corrupt. Um, and so, Don Giovanni, as the noble in the town, is the authority. Exactly. And so then you can seek mob justice, you know, pitchforks, torches, and whatever else. And the play does, at some point, go that direction. But it ends up being held accountable by divine intervention in the shape of um, the uh, a spirit of a man that was killed in the game and in the beginning of the production, who is acting as the um, uh, adjudicator and uh, of, of 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 a divine power that eventually ends up in the main character being drugged off to hell, and I couldn't help but be irritated by the fact that those three choices haven't changed when it comes to what we expect expect as a society from other people, 
from our authorities, from each other, we still haven't figured out how to deal with when someone does something wrong. It's either mob justice and how problematic that can be uh, and how much it, it can overreact and or strike up the wrong people or go wherever, wherever direction it goes in. We can rely on um, corrupt officials who are ultimately looking out for their interests, not the interests of the people. Or we can hope and pray for divine intervention that isn't going to fucking exist. And we're still dealing with those same three, like, back and forth. Which one are we going to rely on this time? Is it going to be you're going to get your justice in the afterlife or karma or whatever or invisible bearded white men in the sky or whatever? Or what? This sounds, um, as you're saying this, a little bit to me like the movie Ghost. It does does get there. Yeah. But anyway, so that was my thought process was like, you know, I don't know when this play was written. I'm on a ballpark like 18th century. And... um, we, I mean, it, it's and a problem. It's still that, the same. Well, not just in Western society, across the board, we're still trying to pick which one of those three things are going to solve our problems instead of you know growing up enough to handle them ourselves in a responsible. We're, 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 okay, the only thing that's going to pop next is we might decide. Okay, fine, we're going to pick the fourth option of a machine, a la Deus Ex Machina, whatever type thing, which is still technically the third category, but it's still not us taking responsibility for ourselves. Oh, so and oh. rant. Oh, can I can I do a mini rant? Go for it. Okay, so the gay community has anointed a new queen. Her name is Cardi B. Love her. Okay. I was like curious about it because I kept on hearing this about this mythical creature everywhere. <laughs> wait, wait. You, you know who I'm like, Cardi who the fuck B is? is Cardi B? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I live in the gay neighborhood. I and so is. I was wow. like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to download this new album that everybody is ranting and raving about oh about how awesome she is. I'm, I'm, and so I'm I got to iTunes already, <laughs> and it's going to go somewhere else because you're prejudging me. And I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm it. waiting to see where you go with this shot. We'll see. I'll have you know, back in the early 2000s. Uh-huh. Everybody I knew, the sound that you could hear was ding, 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 because okay. we played the shit out of Miss Elliot. That's I'm very excited. Um, and so I downloaded it on iTunes because I have iTunes Music, so I can get anything I want. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, and it said explicit. So I was like, okay, I'm ready to fucking go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was edited. Really? What? And I cannot get the unedited version of Cardi B's album, and so therefore I'm not going to listen to Cardi B's album because I cannot listen to any type of music where there are spaces. Mm-hmm. When you said elected a new queen, do you mean the local gay community or the community at large? The gay, the gay community. Because I'm at pretty large. certain Just they're the still fucking love Cardi B. I'm like pretty all sure the there's still podcasts. only one queen B though. Where is oh, Cardi yeah. B from? I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about her. She's just a hip hop artist that apparently had a new album come out that everybody's. Loving, is, especially the gay community. For I'm some pretty reason. sure she's from Brooklyn. Yeah, she's from New is, York, and she's young. She's like twenty four or twenty five. She mm-hmm. was a stripper for a long time, and then got on Real Housewives. Pardon, uh, Real Housewives, my pardon my, my, my question. Housewives, but, yeah, I don't know any of this. But um, not Vanderpump. No, oh god, I should know this, but I don't. My brain is all of a sudden dropped out of the back of my. Is a reality Cardi, show. Is Cardi, a reality show. Yes. Thank is you. Cardi B a transgendered woman no, or a biologically no. biologically born? She has had her teeth fixed, and she sings about that. But you don't. The gay community. She wants you to know it's expensive, bitches. Yes. And this is, I mean, because I don't know. I don't want to go into the, every the gay You're community upset. loves strong women. Yes, in popular and, and culture. she is. Is yes. she a strong woman? A new strong. She's advocating for herself on her own fucking terms. Is pretty unapologetic yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah. And she's also she's apparently I haven't seen this. Apparently she's very refreshing. Uh, like on on the red carpet. <laughs> Do you I know like what I mean? Like she like she's she's talks very, about she's pop very, culture things like this. Like she's 
she's, uh, she's talking one, about it very academically. <laughs> there's one quote from her that it's I'm going to It's not my fault. My, my voice is nasal. Uh, there's okay. a very recent quote from her that I heard from another podcast, and I'm not going to do it work for because I don't know what it is. But apparently, she's with child now. Yes, and a lot of people Worst are kept interviewing secret in her. Hip hop, according to my morning show, <laughs> asking, oh, you know, how are you going to do this? How are you going to mm-hmm. have your career and have a child? And her response is, "I'm a millionaire. I'll be okay." <laughs> yeah, I cut you off. I'm sorry. I cut you off too. I have no idea what I was but saying. But I, yeah, exactly. Oh, now I'm just singing Cardi B in my head. Yeah, she's paying her mama's bills and she ain't got no time to chill. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go ahead. And, so I, I, I've not watched it yet, but I'm, I trust you guys are aware that Twitters are aflame with uh, Baychella this morning and last night. For oh, what? Yeah. What's that? Her Coachella. Beyonce, Beyonce was the first uh, black woman to headline Coachella and apparently like left a, a wake of wigs and bodies after her performance. She, 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 yeah. She left a bunch of wigs there? She did a really good job. Megan. And don't she go really into any further because that's going to be one of my hot topics. What, really? I haven't so seen should it we yet, do though, hot topics? Which is terrible. I know I'm a bad person, but I haven't seen it yet. It's a very brief hot topic. Just, you know. Actually, we should, this is a good point you to segue to? then. Let's go ahead and segue. Want to talk about Beyonce? Sure. So, I didn't see the Coachella performance either. I am. I'm doing it as soon as I get home. But apparently, she was amazing. Yes. And she had a lot of like local. I don't know what college she's referring to. I know it's the historical. It's uh, a lot of HBCUs. Yeah. Among other things. Um, and there was a mini Destiny's Child reunion mm-hmm. there too. Her sister um, was there. All kinds of cool stuff. Happened. Yeah. And so, what I noticed on Twitter. Um, there were people praising her, and then you know, if you look further down, there are people that are that troll too. Usually, white people. I don't know why white people have because we can't criticism have nice, because brown people Beyonce. can't have nice yeah, things. This is why we can't have nice things. Um, Pretty much. But the criticism is is that Beyonce and Beyonce's team requested media outlets to use uh, approved photographs, promotional photographs. Of the event from her photographers rather than fan created, like fan photos mm-hmm. that were spread across the internet. Yeah. Not an unreasonable request, I would think. No, not at all. But uh, certain Beyonce critics are accusing her. And I think it was actually fucking Perez Hilton, that mm, motherfucker who, yeah. who's, who was almost a hot, hot topic a couple weeks ago, but then I thought I don't even want to <laughs> mention that fucking. Why? Huh? Why was he almost a hot topic? I don't know. Uh, he said something stupid to okay. get his name in the headlines. Hmm. He said something to that's the effect of... That's why we know of, who he is, right? Isn't that yeah. his thing? Oh, that's going to be a problem. Um, he he apparently... You know, he's a he's a father. Said that he, he didn't want to... Yeah, he he's, he's not going to enroll his son in dance classes if his son wanted to because he didn't want his son to become gay. Whoa. Because as we all know, that's the, that's the most yeah. dangerous thing. The second you start shaking those hips, you the know... The most dangerous game. Mm-hmm. Because there are no straight male people. professional dancers out in the world. Ever. And so when I saw that headline, I was like, man, I just fucking hate you. But I let's not, fucking let's, hate let's not even grace you with further words himself. and continue to discuss the majesty that is the performance that I'm going to watch as soon as I get the fuck home because goddamn I've seen all these screenshots. It looks amazing. Um, so yeah, that was a hot topic as people criticizing her team for requesting uh, only approved photographs. Yeah, that's, that's really incredibly stupid. Because and that's a, a, and a reasonable the, uh, request. Yeah, and the uh, criticism is that they... They assume that uh, she doesn't want any unflattering photographs of herself um, out like there. And maybe that is true. But why not? If but she's a fucking brand and she's 
if they're going to review her performance, then the images that they use to accompany that review should be, you know, done by photographers and not just anybody that's in the audience, I would think. I don't know. It has to do, well, not to dwell over long on, a, uh, on a, people being silly about silly things um, in the sense that they're, they should know better. Um, we're talking about media outlets. That it's media, media outlets yeah, should yeah, know exactly, better as exactly. well. It's, yeah. media, it's in the media outlet's best interest in, in, in preserving the relationship between the artists they're covering. If the artist says, hey, could you use these pictures? And most media then, outlets would already have their own photographer there with a press pass mm-hmm, to take the photographs anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's really a non-issue. It's just people yeah. that want to find something to criticize. It's it's a name. Press fucking Hilton. And people like him. But yeah, what other top topics are that actually are, you know, have substance if we're going to talk about arguments? <laughs> I have one argument. other <laughs> soft, hot topic that's not, that we're not going to all find. Is it a warm off. topic? It's it's a soft one. It's actually kind of it 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 segues nicely with Beyonce. Let me pull it up. Is it a warm fuzzy topic or a cold prickly topic? It's it's a, um, a side eye hot topic. Mount Sinai. What side eye? Oh, a little gotcha. side eye for me. I think because I think this is somebody that's being a little bit unreasonable. Um, how do I find it? Hold on. Let me let me see if I can pull it up. So we all know who um, Jack White is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I've said his name right. God, we're so fucking old, guys. I'm like Jack White. He was from that one band, right? The uh, the, white the, the the White Stripes. Um, so at, this is from the Dallas Observer. So this is local. He he has a upcoming show, The Bomb Factory, which I fucking love. The Bomb Factory now. Oh, that, that's the best sound in the city, hands down. Wait a minute. Everything I've heard about the Bomb Factory is that it's fucking garbage. Um, oh, it legit no, has the best so. sound system. It used in to the be city. Deep Elm Live, right? Yeah, but okay. it got bought up by somebody else. And if you want to, if you if you're Live planning Nation. on seeing someone who's doing vocals or you want to see a really good mix, their sound engineers know what the fuck they're doing. They control the space well and it sounds amazing. So this article is from Brian Yalta, the Dallas Observer. Um, so Jack White at his upcoming performance, he has used this a company called Yonder that will request, well not request, it'll basically, if you're going to go to a show, you can't have your, your, your phone with you. They're going to lock your phone up. Which is... A guy started a company like that? Yeah. Jack White has two upcoming shows at the Bomb Factory as one of the few musicians implementing stricter phone policies in their live shows through the services of Yonder. Yonder, a company based in San Francisco, uses mobile cases to lock the phones of audience members as they enter venues. Each person carries a case throughout the show but cannot access the phone unless he or she is in a phone use area, usually a venue's lobby. And this, the only concern with the, not concern, my only gripe with this is like, I can totally understand that if it's like a movie premiere or a comedy show, mm-hmm. like something where you really want to preserve the sanctity of comedians, that show. Comedians do that. Yeah, because yeah. because you don't want that performance on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You don't want that brand new movie that hasn't that hasn't experienced general release yet out there, you know? But if it's a concert, you yeah. know the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, right? I mean, you go to a live show because the sound is different. Yeah, and to experience so. it. So it seemed kind of, and, and I think that the argument the article makes is that it's kind of a nuisance for the other concert girls, which I kind of get. But it's mm-hmm. like, man, and even when we saw PJ 
uh, Jimmy noticed that too. He's like, there were some people that were f- like, they had their camera up the entire time, mm-hmm. and he was like, how do they even enjoy enjoy the show? They don't. Well, they don't, but that's not my problem. And exactly, mm-hmm. that's my point. Like, I don't give a shit. I still love the I still love the show. But at a lot of concerts, everyone has their arms yep. up with their phone in their hand. Yep. Yeah, everyone. Although now to- you know what, you guys are turning me around on this. Maybe this isn't that bad. Uh, honestly, it's, um, <laughs> let's. You mentioned the difference between a, a comedic performance and a concert. I mean, it's the phone part that's throwing us off on this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bootleg argument's been made for years. The idea of showing up at a, at a concert venue, regardless of the quality of the sound, and recording it, and then later going out and selling it or posting it on YouTube or doing whatever else. To, or, and not just because, hey, I want to share this experience with people. No, so you can try and sell some things and make money. Also, and if you're on tour, don't you repeat the same show? Not necessarily. Still, yeah, sometimes you change it up a little bit. You do. Yeah. It, it, it depends no. on the band. It, it varies depends, considerably. Yeah. But so, I mean, I think that, yeah, I think the phone portion of the argument is, is, is making it a little muddy for us because we use our phones for so many other things. But it is a recording device that records audio and video. And it's already well-established precedent for the awkward and or illegal nature of recording audio at a live performance for content f- that you're, for, for content that is not yours. But for me, it's just like this is my thing. I own this. You can't tell me what the fuck to do with it. You know, like I have that type of. Who's saying that? The, the, the about performer? the phone or yeah, by the about phone? The, like exactly, you're not gonna lock yeah. on my fucking phone. Like fuck you. And exactly that's what I'm an adult. The phone part makes if the it request, weird. if if Jack White requests, hey guys, for no, this performance, no please don't have phones. Mm. Honor that request. Put your phone in your pocket. Mm. It's just like the. You know, the the mandated nature of lock it. Up. because, because people ignore when Jack White or whoever else says please don't get your phones out and the performer gets frustrated when they just said that then Jack White needs to stop the song and be like we are not going to continue this car ride Some until people you put do. your phone and away people, exactly. and then people call him out around. for other people being assholes and nobody's mm-hmm. happy about it so okay. how else he supposed to solve the problem so so think about this though uh, when you're talking about this it makes me think of um, when we were in college or high school. And we would go to shows. Um, you photography wasn't allowed, whether there was a flash or not, unless you got explicit permission. Mm. And I remember going to um, a Rasputina show. Uh, I can't remember where it was. Anyway, trees um, probably. No, it wasn't trees. It was. Oh, was it the Gypsy Tea Room? Where else did they play? <laughs> it was it was it was a venue. It was before that. Yeah, it was in Deep Ellum. But anyway, so um, so I had the big camera because I went to school for photography f- because I was a fucking idiot, <laughs> and um, I asked permission. Somebody else was taking photos and they took their camera away, but I asked permission and then they let me. If I didn't use a flash, they did the same thing at a Sunny Day Real Estate concert which was at deep ellum live which is now the mom factory anyway the point is um is it the photography thing i want to know like what what the explanation is of the artist i think it's the photography thing and the nuisance thing i think more more than anything it's just a nuisance i think i think jack white's just just trying to control his space but like if we're going to have this experience you guys seem to be in the hold on though because okay i mean we have the article right you're not gonna I'm thinking about Fluff the quality of, <gasps> of the thing. Don't say that shit. Hold on. I'm thinking about the quality of the either the recording, whether it's audio or um, imagery, that you're going to get from your phone. The audio recording isn't going to be good enough. I don't it's think not, people put up with that that poor quality audio anymore. But I think you can get a really good quality photo from a phone at a concert. And so... Is it possibly that 
that like that's the motivator during music shows the environment is dependent on which act is performing in cinema and the theater an audience can easily get distracted by light or sound not coming from the audience because the house is silent regardless of what movie is shown in stand-up the setting is usually intimate so silence is also necessary a concert can be intimate or chaotic depending on the music that's played an acoustic act is going to get a different reaction than a rock band a band could also mix ballads with fast-paced songs throughout the set that is why phone use at concerts creates divisive reactions it's hard to classify a concert as a performing art that demands full attention or as a permissive i think i think the uh, so other acts have used this service as well i think more than anything it's to uh respect the sanctity of the experience and less so unflattering photographs or bootlegs so I, to be sorry go ahead it's all no, of it. it's all of it well yeah i'm sure it's a little bit of all, all of it above. but i think more than anything it's like maybe he just uh other musical acts just a don't want to be distracted themselves and don't want other people in the audience that are distracted by people on their phone to be distracted a lot of artists don't want anyone to talk in the audience yeah. or like look away oh my god <laughs> like yeah. so it makes but, me think mm-hmm. of the i'm sorry no please go ahead it makes me think of the difference between like if you went to a museum and someone was doing some kind of performance art mm. It would be very rude to like be talking to somebody next to you or mm -hmm. taking a photo or, but, but I think people look at concerts differently. Like, like I paid for this shit. I'm going to get what I want. No, but that's, that's perfect that you said that. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Lyles, who I'm a friend with on Facebook, Facebook, um, he's the artistic director of the Kessler theater in Oak Cliff, which is my one of my favorite venues. Um, he says, the way we've remedied the situation is to shoot the show ourselves. When we catch someone shooting this show with their own device, we just encourage them to just put their phone away and watch our videos on YouTube instead. Because it's free. It's free. Oh, that's so, nice. The other thing, yes, I recognize that it is a nuisance issue, and it is a, but it's also very important to reemphasize it is a, it, it can be easily and has been legally construed in court and is supported by the law that recording someone's performance can qualify as theft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's important to recognize... It depends that, on the use, though. No, 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 but no, no, when you pay for use. the performance, there's there's a muddy area. Exactly. And among all the thousand things you click past or the back of your ticket or whatever else is supported by the venue is you are there to enjoy and or consume the performance with your natural senses, not with electronic devices. That is a very clear thing in just about every single uh, uh, venue's way of dealing with um, their tickets and whatever else. So... I'm not saying it's not a nuisance thing, but regardless of anything else, the legal, the, the, the established legal framework is on the side of the artist and saying, you cannot record my stuff for, I, since I don't know how you're going to consume it later, be it in the, in the comfort of your home or on the YouTubes or on bootleg tapes, they've just decided to draw that line. So I can, I can understand somebody at Jack White's level or Beyonce's level thing in that. But if I'm on like a new band, I'd be like, yes, record it, please. And spread it and that's, wide and that's the far. Thing. And that's why there are plenty of bands that say, if I am number, please I'd get be out like, your phones yes! and please do these things. But the, the, regardless, it. it is the, the artist as the per- person producing the content can make that call. Mm-hmm. I really like that Kessler idea, actually. I think that's really clever. Mm. Well, Tori mm. did that. Because remember back when when she was 
knew people would bootleg the shit out of her. Oh yeah, you, you gave me one yeah. can Tori Reid on and a bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of bands that are very famous. And you printed out the cover and everything. Just, she just started bootlegging, bootlegging herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of bands that have very. I mean, yeah. bands have a variety of perspectives on it. But to me, again, it's entire. The artist is one who, who gets to make that choice. But in fact, Robert probably... Plant told her, "You ain't nobody," and so you've been bootlegged. Shit. <laughs> so <laughs> we should probably move right along to our next hot topic. Who's up next? Did you do yours? I have not done mine. Yet. I've yeah, got, I think he always wants to save it to last, but then he gets upset when we don't have time. Well, yeah. that's because we tend to oh, linger do you know, on. Fluff don't you topics. have a couple? I have, <gasps> we have no fucking fluff topics no, no, here. John, at the, John this at the, is all at the, very at the serious. beginning of your topics, both times you said short, quick, fluff thing, whatever. Said I can't soft, control soft. you guys talking. I'm sorry, soft, not fluff. My I've bad. got more topics too. I'm sure oh, that do you, you know? do. It's your turn. What's your first one? <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a whole bunch of things that I forgot to mention last week that I didn't get to mention. Which I feel really oh, the Kerner Report. Yeah, that's number one. Let's go ahead and just rattle that off real quick. Because for those of you that may not be aware, um, I want to say it was just, I think it was just before or just after MLK was assassinated. Um, basically, the U.S. government seeing all the crazy things going on. With, I think it was after because that's when there the, were the, the riots, right? And so I basically, think the Kerner Report was... February or March, and then he was in April. Yeah, yeah, you're right. My bad. So, but, but the, the point I'm trying to make is that um, a lot of people have no idea this existed. Basically, it's the only time in the modern era the U.S. government sat down and tried to figure out why are all these Negroes so mad? And you know, there was calm it, down, Negroes. Exactly. Well, LBJ did it because he wanted. The report to re- anyway, you, you, <laughs> you hey, Negroes, no, no, sorry, no, no, no. relax. That word makes me very uncomfortable. That's know, one of that's the reasons the why I use it. Which word? It's I don't know if if, relax. if Negro oh. or colored oh. person makes colored don't people makes me more uncomfortable. That's that is explicitly on, the Otiana. reason why I use the word Negroes. Why do but, you want to make me uncomfortable? Uh, because the because highlighting the, the fact that it's a, this weird thing that happened in our history in the context that, that, of 1968. That's what the word that was arguably I'm using it in a contextually yeah. appropriate, historically appropriate fashion. This I mean, in this context, but three fourths of people. What more did they want? <laughs> a three fifths, B five fifths, and C. I'm not done. So, <laughs> Kerner Report. Um, basically, the entire of the U.S. government set, well, a, a specially set aside body of folk that were, you know, mostly. White dudes. Uh, well, uh, with, with, a, with like white dudes and two black dudes. And a lady. And, and a lady. Stop interrupting. She is, she is adding on to my point. Um, basically sat down and tried to figure out why America yes. is the way America is and why so many brown people are so mad and so on and so on. And um, uh, LBJ thought they would lay out this nice, cozy, hey, you know, here's some minor things we got to work through. and But instead, it ended up being um, them getting it right. The U.S. government basically sitting down and saying, hey, Black Lives Matter, or to, to, in, in the parlance of the time, and calling out white supremacy for what it is, and going through, here are the things we suggest to help fix these problems, and saying, hey, we should use uh, the um, Housing Authority and other uh, uh, laws on the books and create further laws to basically you know, ameliorate the problems we're dealing with right now. Otherwise, we will things will get worse. We'll become more segregated and there'll be more violence and more riots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And basically, um, LBJ was uh, tried to uh, basically bury the report, but that didn't work out too well. It was widely read throughout the country with like folks like Marlon Brando literally reading it on the air when he was interviewed on like whatever the uh, then extant version of Jimmy Kimmel was or whatever. Mm. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is that we had that entire discussion back then and pretty much forgot that we had that discussion. And that all the things that they warned us about then are either the same or getting worse now. That um, 
basically Nixon rolled up in office the next time around and got elected on appealing to white guilt. Well, not even white guilt, pardon me, white grievance and aggression as opposed to listening to that report. And that's one of the reasons why it was ignored and why things have proceeded to get worse. And so when, when people in conservative circles go on and on and on about asking the same questions that this report already answered, and it's, you know, hey, we had you know a bunch of white dudes go off to, the, to, to Detroit to go off to uh, uh, D.C., to Brooklyn, wherever, and ask the community, what are your problems? And they said, oh, 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 shit, we didn't realize how bad it was. <laughs> And come back and say, hey, we need to do something about this. And then we all ignored it and then are wondering why things are the way they are now. So it's, it's interesting to see that, like, we had, to, to again talk about authority, we had who we considered to be elected official authority, well-informed type folk give us an answer that we still collectively didn't want to hear. And which, I mean, one of the points to be taken is that progress is not linear right? oh no 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 yeah i, I, except, I agree entirely yeah, except I agree. That, that we expect that it is and actually mm-hmm. there's a malcolm mcdowell uh, revisionist history is oh, the name yeah. of the podcast uh, right mm-hmm. did you hear the episode the lady vanishes no, it's about a, a female uh painter in the uh 19th century got into the British Academy of Arts or whatever mm-hmm. it's called and this and that. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, this woman did this painting. And and you would think like, oh, finally broke through the barrier and glass ceiling and onward and, and upward. And it's only good things from here, but that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. So it's related to, to your point. I agree. Entirely. So that might be a good thing to visit. Are yeah. you all concerned with... Conservative outlets assault on the FBI and the Justice Department in in general. I'm irritated that puts me in a position having to defend, defend the fucking FBI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I still remember that fucking Jake or Hoover existed, and you know mm-hmm. their complicity in basically removing the Black Power movement from American discourse, and essentially trying to crush any form of dissent in that context. And they're still complicit and still have acknowledged their complicity. Like I try, I tried really hard this year not to pay so much attention to Trump and the Republicans and with everything that's going on right now. Because last week was chaos. Yes. And I and many other people think that he is using Syria as a distraction. Oh, totally. With it's, his it's, own it's, house burning down. It's dick-waving. That's all it is. But what's really upsetting to me <laughs> is... so. Um, what is going on? Why they're are you guys dick, they're we're dick waving? We're dick waving. Oh. It's, it's flaccid dick waving. Yes, in your very head. flaccid dick waving. Like, is there a we, bug? We, we should be all like twiddling pinkies over here. Sorry. So, um, somebody that I follow on Facebook, um, he is a, a a local professional poker player, and he's very. He's probably he was a Bernie, Bernie supporter. Um, it only matters in so, so much as now he's very vocal against Trump. And at least at one, once a day, he'll post something. And I'll notice the people that respond to him are Trump supporters. <sighs> and it's so it's depressing to me because I feel like like you guys, like you got played. Yeah, you got played, and you don't either. You you don't realize it, or you're just so I I just don't get it. I don't understand how they still support him. White fear. And I don't understand <laughs> how they're saying, like, those that are against him are fascist. 
that that's a fundamental misunderstanding of the political spectrum and, and fear. Like, it's, it's that simple. <laughs> like they think that there's a conspiracy to get him out of office, and they 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 parrot what he and Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Kellyanne Conway and all those other sycophants say on Fox News. Like they parrot it right back, and I can see it, and I'm like, I just don't. I it's don't so under- silly because like, conspiracy how implies like- secrecy, and we're trying to do it out in the open. <laughs> Please leave your office. Like how can it? How can there be a witch hunt if there are people that are indicted, and they're saying everything is fake? Well, okay, hold fake on a news. second though, because that's I mean, if Daniels we're, is fake. If we're talking Indian about is- literal witch trials, people were indicted. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a. But anyway, I just don't. It's like really upsetting to me. It's where I'm just like, I just don't understand it. And I know that, at least I'm hoping that they're in the minority, right? They're in the minority. Um, that's uh, 40% is his current approval rating. But it's like, it's, it seems, so, it's like we're in opposite Fake land. news. Fake news. Yeah. Last. Where they're calling, they're, they're, they're saying that Mueller is, is acting like Hitler instead of the other fucking way around. It's again. Where it's like this guy, like Trump said last week that, that the New York, uh, uh, the people that raided Mueller, not Mueller, uh, his Cohen. Cohen Cohen's office, not was not Mueller, it was the New York, you yeah. know, DA's office. Yes, that that was an attack on all of them because they're so united. An attack on one that, of that us was is it. an attack on. And all I just, of us. I'm just like so, like this is really disturbing, and they don't see it because they they uh, they agree in some. There is nothing surprising it. about this to me at all. Absolutely no, nothing. No, no, I don't know what we're. Uh, it, it's it's. I understand you're frustrated, but to me, it's fundamentally I'm disturbed. Yeah, but it's but it's not. And surprising. I'm disturbed that that we're now bombing Syria. This is I not mean, the first we time. did also bomb Syria uh, earlier. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that was like. An, but both times it was just an empty show. This is not the first time that we have. This may continue bombed to be an somebody empty to show. distract like it from was, a political. It was thing. a waste of of time and money and resources. But yes. we are willing to go the distance and bomb the entire country and kill everyone there if it means we can cover up for some like it's, it's just horrible it, shit it's over sickening here. Sickening that he's using what's going on over there. As a distraction, because he does it's, not give he'll a use shit anything about as the a Syrian people. It's been done before. It's got to be like done the government again. does not give a shit about yeah. the Syrian yeah. people. If no. they really gave a shit, they would open up the borders for the refugees to come in. But they're not. I think I read that that like they showed a graph of like the Syrian refugees that were by year how many the people uh, how many America brought in. And I think like in like three years ago it was like sixteen thousand. The last year it was like a lower number. And this year so far it's eleven. I, again, I'm unsurprised. I'm sorry. People... I'm sorry to de- de- detour. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, okay. I, understand you're I know mad we don't want it. to talk about Trump. But I, I know you're mad just... about it, but white fear is a hell of a drug, yo. In fact, um, to your comment just now, we don't want to talk about Trump. In the future, maybe what we could do is just we say nothing and we just play a short clip of something he said. <laughs> and just let him speak for himself. Unfortunately, yes. that doesn't work. Well, that, <laughs> I mean, I think in this context on yeah. this podcast, it would fair work. enough. I, I and agree. they're they're writing history every single day. Mm-hmm. Like they had what was her name? The oh, UN count Nikki Haley mm-hmm. said some shitty ass comment about this president. You know, follows through on his red lines, and mm-hmm. like President Obama tried to follow through with his red line in the sand, which is a weird metaphor, but whatever, let's go with it. And it was Congress that would not follow through. So even then, I'm just like, you guys aren't telling the whole fucking story here. Fuck you. Fuck. fuck. 
can I go back just really quickly and correct something that I said earlier? I said it was Malcolm McDowell's. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about the Sex Pistols, and I'm sorry. Ah, uh, no problem. I meant Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell. Right. Yeah. So, I thought Malcolm McDowell was an actor. Actor. No, he was a. Um, he was like the manager producer. He was the actor that was in uh, the gray-haired British dude, Malcolm yeah. something. I've forgotten it too. He was in the but, one with the with the really the the creepy 1970s movie that everybody loves that I can get through. He's been Stanley a lot. Kubrick. The um, Clockwork Orange. Yes, that guy. Who's that guy? Is that Malcolm McDowell or is it? We all uh, have phones. No, that's, no, it's that's Rod- McDowell. <laughs> Rodney McDowell. Rodney McDowell. Are you McDowell. sure? Are no, you I'm sure? I think sure. you're incorrect. No, but I'm. But I know that. Okay, hold, who uh, the fuck are you talking about, Megan? Well, hold on a second. I'm pretty sure Malcolm McDowell was a the Sex Pistols like um, manager guy, and then he put out some solo shit. But let me just make sure. While you guys are figuring that out, I have a fun story. Okay. While you're thinking, <laughs> I about do have order, a topic. Also, I am trying to get through like the hypercrest version of like the seven things I wanted to talk about. I'm only trying to do three. Okay, I've you're right. One John. out of the way. So, in fact, probably only need two. Um, well, no, I still want to do all three real quick. Uh, and if you want to read more about this, uh, you just change yourself mm-hmm. by saying real quick. So, two further topics. Malcolm McLaurin. There it is. You were right. I was wrong. Go on. Number one. Um, and John and I got a little heated about this earlier in a very interesting way. Um, the Both The Intercept and On The Media, uh, two podcasts I enjoy a great deal, uh, discussed um, you know the, the, a retrospective of the uh, uh, Pulse nightclub attacks in that it was uh, uh, made clear via the FBI's attempt to imply that uh, the wife of the shooter was involved with uh, either the shooting itself or preparing for the shooting itself, that number one, she had nothing to do with either, and number two, that the media narrative at that point in time of him, in addition to being an ISIS advocate and or fighter, was also a homophobe. And it was revealed that nothing about the latter was true. And that basically he was going for a nightclub. The Pulse nightclub was not his original target. He searched, you know, Miami nightclub several times and ended up at the Pulse nightclub. And that, you know, pretty much it was the uh, it was us as uh, our, our our media narrative going. Oh, look, you know how those Muslims hate the queers too. When in fact, yes, there is definitely issues with homosexuals and or LGBTQ folk being oppressed, killed, maligned, and otherwise both um, in uh, Islamic nations and in other places and whatever. There again, you know. Everybody's all, all religions are on a spectrum in that context, and that Islam has a lot of the same issues with um, uh, LGBTQ that Christianity does. I.e., um, in earlier times they were just as tolerant, and then decided, oh, not so much. And the Quran itself has some pretty. There's there's no direct like Romans styled like condemnation I type. Guess thing. in the way that I heard other people think about it, that mm-hmm. that's approachable is that right now that religion is going through their uh, you know like the. Uh, not the Renaissance, but you know when the Italians went all period, fucking so crazy and yeah. started killing, throwing, killing, drowning women to see if they could float like that. Uh, like what's the that, regular period. What's that? What was that? What was that time period called? And it's not the Reformation. The dark. Not the, what the. You know what I'm talking I about. I understand what you're trying. That the, religion the, 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 the is going adolescence through period, that. so to speak. And I would argue that while I can see the point they're trying to draw, that implies that Christianity is done with it when it's not. It's not done with it. Yeah. But but it's not. Yeah, and, and basically, like it was. The, the point I'm trying to make is that in much in a similar vein, the way they both, where where all the Abrahamics have had their waxes and wanes when it comes to the queers, um, 
the, the Islamic faith also had a period of tremendous tolerance during the uh, from like you know the Greco-Roman through the, the Greco-Roman period uh, through what the, the uh, Hellenic period and so on. Those analogous time periods in places that were primarily Islamic controlled were pretty much didn't didn't give fucks. And also, isn't is it India that once a year they have some huge celebration for intersex people? Is um, there there is a there is a gender in some parts of India. The uh, I think it's Hajira. Where they have more than two genders. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know, I don't know if intersex is the right, but there's like a huge celebration for transgendered people. Perhaps I remember but seeing like a clip of a documentary. The point I'm that. trying to make is that we had a narrative in our heads that all the Muslims hate the queers, and that's one of the reasons why it was so easy for news outlets to say, "Hey, oh, this this pulse shooter was one of these Muslims hate the queers." When in reality, a not all Muslims hate the queers, and b he himself. Was looking to kill nightclub goers, not necessarily I, queer nightclub goers. I, I'm sorry to distract you right now, but I need to immediately correct myself. Go India is Hindu, right? Indian it is. India is. India is. Well, it's okay. Both. It's it's both. Both. Oh God. It is both. Thank you. I was like, man, I just stepped in that one. No. Although, uh, long story. Basically, <laughs> uh, India and Pakistan used to be one place, and most of the Muslim population lived in Pakistan. So that line was drawn by the English kind of arbitrarily. That's where they, anyway. India so, is very, very modern. It, it, it is very, it is complex, complicated, complicated as fuck is the short answer. So third point, and then I'm done. And that is um, the Facebook thing. We have to fucking talk at least a little bit about the Facebook testimony. Oh, we're Zuckerberg not going to, we're done with Greenwald? That was the, I'm trying to do a compressed version. Oh, okay. So I'm not allowed to respond. I mean, if you want to, please go ahead. No, I don't. I think I already did respond. <laughs> now you're Pri- privately contrary. off. We don't need to. Anyway, the third I guess thing. I will say one thing that, that really it. does bother me about that article and kind of what you just said is, yeah, a, he did target a gay club. He targeted a club that happened. We don't there. know if he wasn't homophobic. I mean, I don't, I don't think if we, if we went to Fair his enough. house that there is a rainbow flag anywhere. He never mentioned it in all of his hours on the I'm, telephone with the police. <laughs> you could still be home. I mean, if, if you care so little about gay people, why would you bring it up? I mean, uh, we don't know what was in his heart and mind or whatever before. Okay. And um, it didn't deter him. And I find it hard to believe, like, I don't know where, where the Pulse nightclub is located in Miami. But most gay clubs and gay bars, they're, they're all, you know, segregated for whatever reason. So if you were a resident of Miami, I would think you would know at least, oh, this bur- this uh, borough of the city is where all the gay clubs are. So, I mean, it's just, I don't think it's as simple as um, as that article would. I don't, and that, and I'm sorry, but that author, Glenn Greenwald, I... Considered to be very problematic, and there, are, but there are a number of other authors that are sharing that same. And the intercept, of too, I find to be at the times very can problematic. Be as problematic as it wants to be, but there are other outlets that are kind of saying, "Hey, we need to rethink this." HuffPost is like, "Hey, we need to rethink yeah. this." And personally, but I it's just HuffPost. It's, it's but really still. funny to me because I remember watching Rachel Maddow and Chris Matthews, uh, not Chris Matthews. I hate that guy. Uh, Chris Hayes' show right around that time. Mm-hmm. And they did ask those questions. They did. I think they even released the nine the the nine one one call, mm-hmm. which where he does not say queer, homo, yeah, gay, but where queer he, fag, whatever thing yeah. in there. So a lot of the stuff that that Greenwald was referencing as to try and I think to kind of put on his this his distrust of everyday media mm-hmm. uh, of what what's the term that they all the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Like I heard from the mainstream media, so it was this kind of 
weird to me. Like all that, like I wait. No, I remember hearing all this stuff. This is also in the wake of the wife being acquitted on every single charge. But even before that, they, I remember legal scholars saying, yeah, they're probably not going to be able to quit her on any of this stuff. I think if anything, there was for that community, they felt that they kind of had to, to kind of start the healing part. Cause you know, when shit, it's, it's complicated. It's con- like, how did, I don't know. I'm acknowledging that some part of all of our collective brains, when someone said this Muslim hated the queers, it has a more well-worn rut that is not necessarily uh, 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 valid or sane, but because A, religion, and B, that weird religion, oh yeah, they probably hate the queers too. And again, it's not without merit insofar as there are countries where literally if you are queer and you're found to be queer, the penalty is death. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's not deeply weird and fucked up, but... Number one, Christianity has plenty of its problems with that shit, yeah. too. And number two, the fact that we fell so readily into that narrative with no proof to it whatsoever is I, the part I'm trying I to call attention the to. the proof was that it was a gay club that was targeted. That, again, he did three Google searches that night. The FBI pulled his phone and said, hey, this person searched for, searched for nightclubs in Miami three times. The first club he went to as a result of those searches had a lot of... Oh, no, he was trying to target a Disney place originally and ended up, oh, too much security there. Went to another place. Oh, too much security there. Went to a third place. Oh, this place is less secure. Went in there and shot it up. It was his but third choice. But it didn't deter him. You don't think that no, he no, could no, tell? No, 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 Dude, my point is it was his third choice. The first, if the, if the first two were queer clubs too, I would agree entirely we wouldn't have this discussion. This is the only one that didn't have a, um, a, a fee to get in. But also, that, I mean, I'm thinking, I mean, maybe he said, "Oh man, no, time, my dog, come on, charge, fuck that." I'm not gonna pay five dollars. We can't change this narrative. Like, oh, see, he loved the gay community. It was just, it was just. I'm not it saying was just he loved a, the gay community. It was I'm just, just a saying crime of we, ease because I'm, exactly. Which, I, if, but if what wanna, is it? But 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 so does that make anybody feel better? If you want to make a structural argument about the, I'm fact just saying that, that it didn't. The, the fact that it was a gay club did not deter him. Can we at least agree on that? Sure, we can agree on that. He probably, but I'm saying he didn't even know it was a gay club. I No, you know it's a fucking gay How do you, club. That's factual. Oh, come on, is he fucking the, blind? You the know, fact that it was and he a noticed gay that, club. oh my God, there's all these gay people here. It must not be a gay club. Come on. He us, wanted you know? to kill Americans. He didn't care what color, How do you know? How do you were. know that? From the, from the behaviors we've seen thus far, from his phone records, from his rants, you think if you had a chance to basically say, this is why I did this thing, you wouldn't say, I wanted to kill you know, queers, black folk, Jews, whatever. No, he said, I wanted to kill Americans because I'm sick and tired of America kicking around the Middle East. That's what he still, said. It still, it still felt like an attack on the gay community. I'm sure it did. I'm not saying it wasn't an attack on the gay so community. I don't, I don't I'm saying that wasn't his intent. Like, and that we got all excited saying, man, those Muslims really hate the queers. Which arguably means that some form of this terrorism was effective. But I'm saying that wasn't his intent. I don't think the gay community had that reaction to it, though. At least not from what I can see. That it was about, that I, they I'm went talking, into. I'm not talking about the that, community. The, the part of the Trump campaign, they sure as hell used that. Yes, they do. Um, and that's as a portion of our larger cultural narrative that basically thinks if you, as a result of plenty of, plenty of extant examples of this issue on the, on the international stage, but as long as some part of our brain thinks, oh, you're queer, you must, or, sorry, or you're Muslim, you must hate the queers, then we need to question the fact that we were so readily able to slide into that narrative with no proof whatsoever that, that was the case. I guess what bothers me is it just, I, I just don't know. 
Like, I can understand from, like, we need to the post, like, we should only, it, the truth should come out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we should just know the truth. But it feels almost like, I don't know, I don't know how to, to vocalize my feeling, but it kind of, it feels, in a way, telling the gay community that you... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It just doesn't feel... You know what? It's the thing. I do know what you're trying to say. I know exactly what you're trying to say. Because the irony is not lost on me that I'm a black man telling a gay man, no, they're not coming for you. Okay? The irony is not lost on me. That is the feeling tone by what you're saying that you feel like, hey, but they are coming after me. And I'm like, no, no. I'm not saying that every that you shouldn't be aware. I'm not saying that your pain doesn't matter. I'm not saying that your persecution doesn't matter. Because you are being persecuted, much as I am, and it matters. But I'm saying that you need to be careful about how you react and or the context, the, the overall context, the interaction exists within. Okay? See, my reaction was never anti-Muslim at all because I know that that's, that wasn't it. But what, what, what so insulted me at the time when that happened was this immediate reaction by this straight community at large to be like, we're all, like, this is an attack on all of us. Exactly. And I'm like, no, this is an attack on a gay bar. There are gay lives gay lesbians and genders that were murdered. The, so don't all of a sudden now say, no, it was all of us here, you know? John, we are being so painfully intersectional right now, and I think you're missing that just a little bit. Ab tried to help you understand how there's a... I'm there's looking a, at Sarah's thick socks. <laughs> they do look very warm. I think Sarah this, stepped out. I think this is a conversation like, You guys that, need to work it out. This, this, is a, this is a to be continued conversation because this is I have a, a hot lot topic. Here. And I'm going to skip mine so that you can go on without yours. Sorry, go ahead, please. What's, What's your hot topic, topic Megan? No, I, Do I'm, you I'm, have yeah. a hot topic? Oh my God. I have yeah, exactly. hot topic. going to be a super long episode. I have warm little toes in my go, go with your hot topic. Oh, oh, now you tell me to hurry the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll appreciate you have, this. You have 30 seconds. Now you know how O feels every week. LGBT. <sighs> Ugh. So you guys heard about the self-immolation in a Berkeley yes, park? Yes, I did. That right? was... David Buckle, right? Is his name? Mm-hmm. Is it David? I've actually not heard about this. Mm. Oh, well, you'll be interested to know that there was a, a prominent LGBT... He was an attorney. Attorney, rights lawyer, uh, found dead in to Brooklyn's Prospect Park early Saturday morning having reportedly set himself on fire oh, in yeah. protest against fossil fuels. That's interesting. Yes. So uh, he left a note. It said, my name is David Buckle, and I just killed myself by fire as a protest suicide. Um, and the note reportedly said, I apologize to you for the mess, which I think is very polite. Mm-hmm. It's a very polite thing to do. Uh, my early death by fossil fuel reflects what we are doing to ourselves. Point taken. I was wondering if they um, if they were going to come back and grab that you know tasty morsel lying on the ground, so to speak. Because yeah, that's a that's that's a thing. That's that's intense. So he he apparently had reached his height of frustration and could stands no more. I mean, the fact that he's a, an LGBT, a prominent LGBT uh, rights lawyer is it's like secondary. Just, no, I was well, just trying honestly, to make a good transition. He looked, at, actually, he looked no. at the world and said, we can't. Well, I can't even. I can't. And I won't. I find it fascinating that, I mean, 
there are people that may come out and say, well, you know, of all the horses you're going to die on or hills you're going to die on or God, my metaphors mixed up there that he's already done his work. You know, he's, he's done something to advocate for his community and he decided to, you know, change his scale and or vision because it's still an issue and it's still like the possible end of our species. So I could appreciate his, you know, yeah, his, he didn't um, change his venue. It's related to mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's, it's, it's him. All yeah, venues. Exactly. It's uh, that's that's really intense. That's um, it's, the, it's arguably the most intense. I yeah, mean, yeah, I don't know how more intense no, you can no, get than the, that. The, the overall survival of our species is low key. And important. it's fucking terrible because somebody that doesn't deny climate change is now dead. Well, or, or that you know Scott Pruitt's going to keep Scott Pruitting. Oh God. Uh, yes, let's talk about that. <laughs> can we not so that my head doesn't explode? What time? How long is this show? You might have to wrap up. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to yeah, one one twenty three. Okay, I well, talk you guys did a great wanted. job of talking about all the shit that you wanted to talk about. Fucking we, no, no, mansplaining hey, hey, all over hey, the place. We can, we can, we, we can go longer, and you can, and you, you, we can talk more about your topic. I'm, I'm fine. No, it's fine. I got time. Enjoy the song again. <laughs> By number, I'm still not exactly sure how to. Uh, I think you did a good job in the beginning. Just do that. Num er, num period er, not number er. Mm -hmm. uh, Did they not give you an explanation when they send it? Or phonetic pronunciation? I didn't. didn't, uh, Yeah, there's no phonetical spelling. Um, So yeah, maybe we'll be back next week. I don't know when this show's gonna post. Maybe this is all over now. Maybe Might we'll self-immolate this podcast. Or maybe we'll, you know, be too busy nuking each other next week to care. We'll I'm say. just nervous because, like, when I go to Fingers iTunes crossed. to check to see if the, any of our shows posted, it's like, this episode is currently unavailable. I'm like, oh, fuck, what's happening? Mm. All right. I, I got to go. <laughs> Fine. <laughs>